Welcome back to the Reality Friends Podcast. Two friends who've never met in reality talking about reality TV together. More specifically, a reality TV show that hasn't been on the air in 10 years. It's Rivals. It's episode 5. I'm Joseph. This is Eric. Eric, how are you tonight? We need to fire our marketing team. Whose idea was it to recap a 10-year-old reality TV show? That doesn't seem like something that's going to be trending. I don't think our SEO is really going to be uh, off the charts for this one. But here we are. It's too late. I can't turn back now. So let's just <laughs> keep talking about rivals. Uh, Eric, we're halfway there. We're living on a prayer. Uh, don't, you know, and, and people are, are hanging with on this? with us. Where are you people going are hanging. People are hanging on with us, Eric. Like, like a. Uh, I, I wish I could think of an analogy from the, Barnacle. the challenge. Barnacle. Like, like, like your hand on a paddle, uh, uh, thrusting yourself um, while the current is is trying to pull you down. Um, let's just start the episode. Like Tyler was hanging on to the bottom of the kayak. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's let's start yeah, the episode. That seems like a good idea. Um, Let's start it. What's the first thing that happens in this episode? So they're playing uh, some games. They're partying right now. Everyone's chilling. Uh, they ask uh, Laurel to make us the, the the noise Mike makes when he has sex, and he she goes, "I love crop seeds." Uh, <laughs> harkening back to an earlier episode where Mike was talking about different crops. Yeah, I feel like it was a missed opportunity. Like, like, give me your crop seed or something like that, or I'm something about seed. There's an opportunity there. Uh, but it made yes. me think: what are some other things Mike would say during sex? Do you think? Like, if if they asked you that, what would you say, Joseph? <laughs> can, can Lee come with me? <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. That's really good. Wow. <laughs> I had no idea you were gonna say that. That's uh, I wasn't. I was right when you asked that question. I was like, "Oh my god, I don't have a funny response." And then it just came to me. I was like, "Thank God." <laughs> an actual line from an episode. That's a good one. Um, yeah. How about you, Eric? Do you have any good lines? Not not Mike as good Mike? as that one. Nope. Uh, <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I was gonna say, uh, I've never had sex before. I'm not sure if I'm doing it right, but I don't think that we are simply because. I'm doing it backwards. <laughs> that was pretty good. I was like, where is he going with this? But then the, the punchline was worth it. That was yeah, pretty good. For those of you who uh, maybe haven't seen Rivals in 10 years, that that is a line from the episode that will be coming up later. Um, yes, from, but, from yeah, the you, challenge. Yours is way better. You win this round, for sure. For yes, sure. yes. Uh, don't worry. I'll definitely blank on something later. Uh, uh, so we see... The first inklings of Adam King's uh, crush on Jen. He said he's wanted to kiss her for a very long time. He says that out of... With, he has a fundamental misunderstanding of math, Eric. Because he says that out of 10, she's like a 14. Yeah, that obviously just doesn't make any sense. I have no idea what he was trying to say there. Because that wasn't a number from 1 to 10. Um, but it's it does seem pretty clear that he's obsessed with Jen. Uh, d- would... Does this come from other season? Is this like the first time the storyline happens? Or like, was there a background that I don't know about? Because again, I, you're the challenge historian. I'm just like the newcomer. What am I missing here? I'm really trying to like dial back my challenge Rolodex to even think of like how many seasons they've been on together. And I can't think of like one except like the duel two where Adam like leaves early. Uh, maybe they know each other a, from a, a body bag. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Practically. Um, and so maybe like through club appearances and stuff like that over time, but yeah, don't really know too much history there. Um, but all the girls go skinny dipping and they're all getting naked and, uh, hugging Tyler and, uh, Tyler obviously could care less really. Um, while all the other guys are very, very envious of him. Yeah, it's just a bunch of hot naked girls and Tyler in a pool. And uh, also, 
was this what you were talking about last episode when you said there was a skinny dipping segment and i was like i don't remember that at all what where, no, where is that no from? The, the moment i was talking about still happened it are was you at the sure beach. Are yes you sure eric, eric you need to watch it back buddy i think they're at the beach and cara and laurel were topless and they were it was at the beach no, okay I, I, all right yeah. all right I'll, I'm eric go trust me check trust me i watch these scenes very very closely no i'm just kidding <laughs> but, but but joseph uh, you are the horniest weirdest uh <laughs> creepiest creepiest guy oh, I know. oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> moving on uh <laughs> you know it's it might be really tough to make jokes from the episode when no one has seen it in 10 years like none none of these are probably right. landing at all i'm realizing now <laughs> yeah well i i would hope that some of these people are, are watching the episode back uh that is a quote later on that we will i'm sure uh flag uh, yeah, up. That, that was a quote that was a quote disclaimer that was a quote yes um Not we, we we see um jen have a conversation with jasmine um about uh, I don't even know what this was necessarily about. It seemed like she was mad at Jen. Jen was like, hey, you guys are in a pretty good spot right now. And Jasmine's like, everyone's treating us like shit because we're rookies. And Jen's like, oh, well, the past three seasons I've been on, I haven't even been in elimination. This is a numbers game. Like, it's not personal type of thing. Yeah. And uh, Jasmine was pretty drunk, I think, too, along with John A. That and they, uh, might help. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Jasmine was pretty annoyed at Jen here. Yeah, uh, not for the last time this episode, too. I feel like, like Jasmine definitely likes to party on these seasons, and sometimes she comes off looking maybe a little uh, irrationally upset at things, um, which makes sense because I sometimes do that when I'm drinking a lot, too. But there's Jen didn't say anything wrong here, right? She was just... Uh, talking like a challenge vet right like talking talking facts it's not like she was was trying to facts i feel like she was trying to comfort them too. be like hey like you know you guys are doing pretty good you made it half halfway like uh and i'm let me ask you this here how do you feel about jen from what you know of her because i know a lot of people are sometimes annoyed at her because she did get through a lot of seasons like she said without having to face an elimination only to really not perform in finals uh how do you feel about jen why would that annoy anyone? You know, go. I'm so annoyed. This person did really well at the social game and isn't the right, best yeah. athlete. <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. Like, no, I, I like Jen. I don't. She didn't stand out as like a huge character or anything, but she does have the whole like Black Widow type thing going on. She's spinning Adam arounds and toying with him, and ultimately succumbing to Stockholm syndrome this season a little bit. Uh, but before that, she was pretty cool. Um, little, little mean. Little, uh, little, little arrogance. Uh, that's never bad for a reality TV contestant. She's good. She's she's a good contestant. She's interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. fourteen out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I I get where some people come from because she has come off entitled in the past uh, with like you know being like this vet or whatever. Uh, so and it's hard to be as entitled when you're not as good of a competitor. Uh, but I do think yeah, she's better sure, than some sure. people give her give her credit for, and like you said as well, like props to her for being able to navigate the political game so well. Yeah, there, there you go. Um, yeah. Credit to to Jen. She's the queen of never going into eliminations. Did she did she ever return after the season? Did she like ever sniff an elimination or no? No, this is her last. Wow. This is her last season after this. She was done with the show after this. I was reading some interviews with her, and she was seemingly i don't know if she wasn't happy with the show that's kind of the vibe i got uh but yeah mm, gotcha yeah yeah well that makes sense i would never never uh, blame anyone for not being happy with certain decisions that the show's made so there yeah. you go yeah so uh but anyway so we see john a and jasmine start to get into it with each other this is the best you- because because john a is basically saying what we're saying like you're being paranoid jen's not you know saying anything wrong and uh jasmine and her just kind of start going off on each other like like johnny's very like passive aggressive with jasmine i I feel like i think she's she's just kind of had it 
I think she's just uh, like had it up to here. You know what I mean? This reminded right. me of a of a dynamic I know of where I, I know these two people, and one of them, you know, like gets drunk and uh, parties a lot, and and it can be a little annoying for the other person who who might feel like they have to take care of them all the time. And it just seemed like that was that was the dynamic I hear. Total guess, total guess, but it just seemed like Johnny was like, I've had it with your shit. I'm not gonna be patient probably came off a little passive aggressive but usually in an argument between a drunk person and like a sober relatively sober person my money is on the sober person to be a little more on the side of being right what do you think about that i think john a was also a little sauce just from like watching like this uh conversation and and how it played out and everything but i definitely agree that john a has had this dynamic with jasmine of like she even kind of says it at the end where she's like, I always need to compliment Jasmine and tell her how good she's doing in order for this partnership to work or else she gets, like, insecure. So I do feel like, yeah, like, John A was getting pretty spent here. Yeah. I mean, not, no one looks great in this one except for one person. And that's Evan, who comes in. <laughs> we won't won't say that a lot Evan. of times. <laughs> <laughs> but he... He he looks great in some moments, uh, and this is this is one of them because he's uh, he's just he's really funny with it. He like, makes the whole yeah. thing into a joke. He gets people to not be so upset anymore. He, he and it works. It works really well. He just picks yeah. up Jasmine and is like, Jasmine, <laughs> tell her you love her. <laughs> and eventually, she does. He's like, okay, good. John A, tell her it's a fifty-fifty partnership. Do it. <laughs> Tell her you're 50-50. Sorry for your headphones. I I'm 50-50. <laughs> I'm 50-50. She's like, okay, good. I settled this. And he's he's right. He did. So they're, they're not as mad at each other. And they're, they're kind of back on course after this one. So Evan's uh, brand of counseling really seems to work. I'm gonna Next time I'm looking up a behavioral counselor, I'm going to see if they employ the yell angrily strategy because I'm I'm a believer. Or they pick the pick patient up and put him in other patients' face. Yeah, uh, strategy. That'd be great. I'll see if any bodybuilders are uh, also counselors. I got a lot to look for. This has taught me yeah. a lot. Yeah, John, uh, Jasmine says I'm a lot to handle, and whew, is she right? Uh, moving on to the challenge. It's called Against the Current. I wish Evan used this strategy uh, with Wes and Kenny. Can you imagine? Uh, that'd be that'd, that'd be a sight, right? <laughs> okay, so yeah. he'd have to pick up Wes, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, he, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's that was what I was envisioning in my head when yeah, yeah. I said that. Yeah, right. Wes, so. tell Kenny he's not dumb at all. Tell Kenny he's very. Tell me he has his mojo. Tell, <laughs> tell me he has his mojo. <laughs> tell him he's smart. Tell him he's pretty. Kenny, tell him he's Mr. Beautiful. Tell tell Wes he's handsome. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. No, I don't think Kenny could not do it. I feel like Kenny. Ah. <laughs> yeah, Kenny would just like run and jump into a pool and never talk. Okay, against the current. You ready for the elimination? The challenge. Anyway, uh, so this challenge is Boop, cut. All right, uh, yeah. against the current. You ready for the main match? <laughs> the main. Oh, come on, man. Nobody here watches the genius, Eric. All right, so for the daily challenge. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, the contestants have to hey, get hey, it. Hey, uh, before you keep going, uh, you got some yeah. some poker chips you're playing around with over there. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was doing I was doing that. <laughs> yeah, it turns out you can hear that. So maybe yeah. maybe uh, put those aside. My bad. Force of habit. Um, okay, back yeah. to the uh, the elimination. Okay, so. <laughs> on to the daily. So this daily challenge was <laughs> uh, consisted of two partners in a raft. They had to first swim against the current, <laughs> um, as the name suggests. And um, uh, in between this barrier for uh, an allotted amount of time. Did they say how much time? I don't think they did. No, it wasn't um, the amount of time. They just had to keep doing it until they passed a certain point in the river. At which point the clock would start going oh, the other okay. way and counting up. So they, right. they would and get to like negative 20 seconds and then they would start counting up and then they'd race to the bottom. Right. And then they race to the bottom and they subtract the time which you spent paddling against the current from the time it took you to go the rest of the way. 
and uh, whoever has the best ratio of scores wins. Correct. And you you can fall out of your kayak, but if you do, you have 30 seconds to get back into it and uh, and, and climb aboard, I guess, before you get DQ'd, which will happen to several teams, as we're about to find out. Yep, yep. So This is a good one. Uh, this is a good one, dude. I actually liked it, too. I, I, I thought it was creative. I liked the aspect, actually. It seemed kind of wonky at first, but I did like the aspect of swimming against the current and then having to swim uh, f- through that through that r- that rough path. Like that that seemed pretty hectic there. It, it kind of dangerous too. I'm kind of surprised they they let them do this. But oh, uh, why am I surprised? Why am I surprised? Yeah, I shouldn't I, be. This is a ch- this is a challenge, a baby. Weird, we don't care. It's a weird sentence you just said. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. It makes perfect sense, and the results were really good. We got a couple DQs, but most of the people finished. Kind of shows that it's like actually tough. Uh, but yet most teams were able to get through. And you know what I also liked about it? The way it was edited. Not to be one of those people, but back in the day in the challenge, they kind of just showed what happened and kind of moved through things pretty quickly if there isn't anything there. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't always happen that way, you know, in, in current uh, eliminations or main matches, if you will. And so this one I thought was nice because there were some teams that just weren't interesting and they just like kind of had one confessional and then like zip on to the next one. Like Mike, who says, I've never been in a kayak before. I'm not sure we're doing it right, but I don't think we are simply because we're now going down the river backwards, which is a really funny way of saying that. <laughs> and, and they hearkening to Eric's quote from earlier, and they they crash too, but somehow they still are in like the top three times, Mike and Leroy. I have to imagine that there's a big gap between two and three in the standings yeah. based on that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and we do know that uh, Kenny and uh, Wes uh, DQ. Uh, Kenny has not found his mojo yet, Eric. No, clearly not. Clearly, he has not found it, and he he will not find it until the final. I do believe. I think they asked him if it was upstream. Uh, somebody, they're like, maybe maybe you'll find it swimming, paddling up here. <laughs> Kenny, you'll find your mojo. Uh, that's good. I also like. How, how did Kenny? How did Kenny and Wes fuck this up? I don't know, man. Um, I guess they just uh, you know got got hit by the river the wrong way. I don't I don't know. I've never gone white water rafting or anything like that. Do you do you see a mistake they made or is it just uh, the force of nature that they ran into? Ah, man, it, it has to be their dynamic again. It just has maybe some miscommunication or something like that. I have to believe it's their hatred for each other and not just the natural forces of Mother Nature. I think it was Wes's ugly face that did it. If I had to, if I had to guess, <laughs> oh, that was a Kenny. That was a Kenny impersonation. I don't think Wes is ugly at all. Uh, yes, Wes is beautiful. Amazing. We, we love Wes. Wes um, is a stud, and we love Wes. We see Adam ask CT, uh, or I'm sorry, CT ask Adam if he's his friend yet. Uh, Adam's like, ugh, no, like, you know, or he doesn't want to say, he doesn't want to answer really. And CT says, do you want me to beat up someone for you? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, we talked about how CT's maybe changed, so, you know, in some ways, you know, he's also the, the same old CT. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. He also right. had a, I like his dynamic where he's, seems like he's really consistently trying to get Adam to say he's his friend. He's, he's trying to be a good teammate the whole season, but he's also not above uh, slamming him a little bit in his confessionals. Uh, in this one, he says <laughs> that Adam takes his paddle and acts like he's frosting a cake out there. <laughs> Which is, ooh, that's, that's not what you want to hear when you're kayaking. That's not oh, good. Poor, poor Adam King. Do you think you and me would be frosting cakes if we were in Adam King's position? Yeah, people would think we're on the Great British Baking Show if they saw us kayaking down that river. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like especially compared to C2, who probably has, a, you know, probably just is like a motor out there. I think we would have got classical music playing in the background as we're like splashing Spinning around in circles. out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of people doing really bad, because as much as we love talking about people doing good, what we really love talking about is people doing bad on this show. Uh, Sarah and Caitlin, uh, Eric. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Who did you like better in this episode? Because I, um, don't know if I liked either of them too much. Yeah. Sarah, uh, I think I actually, 
I'm going to give the MVP of this team to Caitlin for this episode specifically. Yeah. Just because yeah. Sarah effed up so bad, like, multiple times after admonishing her partner, which is always the sweetest poetic justice on the challenge, by the way. We always love that. Mwah, chef's kiss. <laughs> it's great. Um, so... Eric, I was a little confused here. So she's complaining about Caitlyn doing batch, not paddling right, whatever have you, right? So th- during the first part, I guess they did bad. On the second part, they crashed somehow. It's not really clear whose fault it is or if it's just Mother Nature like we were saying. Um, but Caitlyn's still on the boat. And she's, for one, she's worried that she's under Sarah and that Sarah's underneath the boat because she flips the boat and they come up and Sarah's nowhere to be found. So she's looking around, she's like, where's Sarah? And then we hear in a confessional like, oh my God, I'm so worried that my friend's underneath the boat. Like, And uh, we get a cliffhanger and we, as a viewer in 2011, get to ponder whether or not Sarah's dead. She's not dead, as as we know. Imagine if someone died that way and your death became a cliffhanger for an MTV show. <laughs> TJ just comes back. Yo, we killed it. As in Sarah, she's dead. Oh my god, that's, that's terrible. Yeah. That would that'd be, uh, that'd be quite the surprise. That'd be quite the surprise. You know what, if I ever what? get on a show, I'm going to put in my contract. I'm going to be like, just so you know, you can use my death in any hilarious way that you choose. And I'm cool Honestly, with it. Honestly, I, w- I personally wouldn't really care at that point. My family probably would be very upset. But me personally, <laughs> I wouldn't really give two bucks. Yeah. If, there's any, if there's any way I want to go out, it's, it's that way on reality TV. Yeah, the honorable death. Uh, but yeah, this the thing this, I'm really care. I'm sorry. The thing I'm really curious about is if I keep watching the challenge after if if I find that out after commercial break in 2011, <laughs> do I keep watching the show? Uh, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I think we all know the answer to that. Yeah, this <laughs> this uh, this partnership is just what like, started the podcast earlier. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this partnership is just kind of sad, man. It's like. Caitlyn is just so sweet and she never gets like negative really at all like the work she gets is like expressing disappointment like I don't know and then Sarah just falls out of a freaking kayak and blames the loss on Caitlyn and is like kind of just like giving her a lecture after it and look I wasn't there but uh it kind of just sounds like you're too lost you know who didn't complain about their partner Landon who carried Carly up a freaking mountain. Do you think? Why can't we all be landing? Okay, that's fair. We can't. We can't all be landing. Obviously, he's he's yeah. a god. But uh, <laughs> you know, the, the, they're not an evenly matched duo, and he made it work. So like, uh, it's just not a good look when you're complaining left and right. And again, she's the one who fell out. Let it be known. And she fell out, and it looks like uh, this is what I think happened. Looking at the daily, I think she swam to the finish line on her own. Thinking, because she kind of says that in a confessional, and then she, the producers, I think, told her like, "Hey, moron, you have to like be here with the boat and your partner. It doesn't matter if it's just you over here." And she's like, "Oh," and so she has to go back, because that's the only way I can think of of how she would break the thirty second penalty. You know what I mean? Like, is she really that much further away from Caitlyn? Like, she must have walked over there. I think you know what I mean. That that's what it seemed like to me. Basically, what I'm saying is that Sarah, this was basically all your fault from the point you fell out of the boat. The boat, at least you could you should have gone right back to the boat, helped Caitlin out, and and said I don't know what you were doing. Theoretically, look, we don't know what happened. It was a crazy river, man. I I I wasn't there in person. I didn't see they're paddling or anything like that i just yeah. know that i'm like okay just uh just just lay off man lay i feel off. very confident about this theory but um but anyway i, I believe um, it i believe it i believe it yeah um but uh speaking of theories uh we have a winner of this challenge for the females eric and it's jen and mandy jen and mandy yeah jen and mandy uh woo do you say you have a yeah. theory though what is that theory okay i don't know if this is so much a theory as it is a rumor or what have you big but difference yeah but apparently yeah <laughs> um maybe maybe theories based on rumors uh, as well it could um, be a postulate but- also we're not totally sure it could be a postulate continue though yeah, Eric, go to hell. Uh, so this is um, so Jen and Mandy apparently cheated during this challenge 
to try to get the win here. And what they did was they apparently um, had themselves positioned up against the... Because you're in two, between two partitions for the beginning part of the challenge. Uh, where you have to paddle against the current. And they're apparently hanging on with their boat on the side of one of those wooden partitions that they're in between. Mm-hmm. And using mm-hmm. that to prevent themselves from going back. Making it easier for them to swim against, to paddle against the current. And that really helped them because they lasted there for a really long time. And once they subtracted it off the second part, it was... I'm pretty sure this was like from a podcast like a long time ago. This is like from my own memory too. I wasn't able to look this up again to confirm it. Unfortunately, I tried. Uh, But I've heard this throughout the years. So Interesting. Uh, You you know, a point in that favor is they didn't show the the women's times uh they did show the guys times consistently throughout this and then evan paula and Je- uh, jen and mandy they did not show their times i don't think at all uh, yeah so uh what if they just had an outrageous time of like negative four minutes <laughs> <laughs> right yeah and like the rest of the cast is like what the fuck yeah and another another like piece of evidence is if you actually watch the daily back that opening sequence of jen and mandy doing that on that first part they only show two clips of literally of of them actually doing that first part Mm -hmm. and then it's mostly told through confessional like what's going on and a third piece of evidence is that uh, it's Jen and Mandy versus Paula and Evelyn. <laughs> so when you put all these different pieces of evidence together, it really starts to look like it's adding up. Yeah. And I love that we get a confessional from Jen too. If this theory is true, which I, I think it is. I, I'm pretty sure I listened to it in a podcast. Anyway, if but, it's true, it's it's funny because Jen was like, oh, wow, uh, shrimping up seam is actually relatively easy. And it's like, yeah, well, it is if you're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> now, is it actually cheating, though, or is it like bending the rules? Because uh, if, if that did happen, uh, Captain TJ over here allowed it, right? So, like, was it the kind of situation where they were like, oh, god damn it. We yeah. look really dumb, but we technically didn't say they can't do this. So We don't want to get fuck. in a screaming match with Jen. Uh, so let's, let's just let him win. <laughs> Jen's kind of scary. I think we're yeah. just going to walk away from this one. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you brought that up and knew that. That kind of makes sense. And now I'm looking back and I'm like, why didn't I notice that something was up the first yeah. time. Yeah, and and if you watch it back to one of the clips they show them, they're very close to that partition. It looks like they're kind of le- leaning on it, so even, mm. even more evidence to it. But either way, uh, they win despite everyone else's best efforts, and Johnny and Tyler win for the men as well. Yeah, they they won despite capsizing. They I guess they did it close to the finish line, managed to keep going, still won. Um Tyler hits himself in the nuts. That's the yeah. thing that they showed. Um, this is also Mandy's first daily win. Which yeah, she she cheated in. Which yeah, that I, again, it all is really adding up. Does it I, count? Yeah, I feel like the challenge is like the philosophy. We'll say it like, counts. If you're not cheating, you're you're not trying. Like right, that, yeah. that feels like the the spirit of the challenge. I don't know if are there different types of cheating here because like this maybe there's some things that are like oh you're like circumventing the rules but like we didn't say you can do this versus actually straight up cheating on something which should get you dq'd maybe this is in that gray area i don't know um it it, it counts tj tj's word is gospel if he didn't disqualify them then um i guess it just counts there were no TJ voiceovers, so saying what the <laughs> rules were. So we'll take it. We'll take it at face value. We get back to the house, and John well, A. asks Wes. Who lost, by the way, just to be clear? Sarah and Caitlin lost. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. If that was not clear that. from our description of how crappy they did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, come on. You know, for our, you know, for just make sure all the listeners this, are on the this, same page here. This, uh, by the way, with the Sarah and Caitlin thing, made me very upset as a watcher of the real world Brooklyn season that they were on together. They were very good friends. So it's it's, it's very sad to see the challenge just breaking them apart, Eric. It seems like it, yeah. It seems like they, they, they started as rivals and they're on track to end as rivals. Probably like friends with a rivalry, you know? It yeah. Sounds like. Friends, then rivals, 
still rivals. Friends uh, who should never do anything competitive with each other ever. Right. Yeah. And there's like, friends like that. Yeah, like me and all my friends. <laughs> because you would yell at them the whole time. <laughs> I'm not saying what the common thread is. I'm just saying me and all my friends. Yeah. Hurry up, you stupid bitch. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so, so Wes, and, Wes and John A have a conversation. Speaking of Wes, Wes and John A have a conversation. <laughs> have a conversation. And John A's like, so Wes, who are you going to vote in? And Wes is like, well, you and Jasmine punched your ticket in last week when uh, you decided to stand up against us and vote for Leroy and Mike instead of who we wanted to vote for you. And John is like, oh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Just telling Wes what he wants to hear. Yeah, there's really nothing more John A. could have done. And and to, to be clear, they were going in no matter how they voted last week, right? Like, obviously, yeah. obviously, this is a total power trip by Wes. This is insane. Wes loves this shit. He loves it so much. Just do what you're told next time and, and all this. And this gets, this gets Jasmine pretty hot. Uh, when Johnny tells her about it and she's she's ready for the elimination. She says she's going to look sexy and, and strut her stuff to TJ. It's a game and I'm going to treat it like a game. There, there, there you go. <laughs> um, there you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a good, good move by her, I guess. I don't know. Can we go back to the West thing, though, for a second? I, I yeah. really... I actually wrote down what he said because I thought it was so outrageous. And again, big West fan, love love West on the show. What is he smoking here, man? <laughs> he goes, yeah, the guys want to give you a slap on the wrist to say there is no rage against the machine in this house. And then in confessional, he's like, unless you have the power to change the minds of everyone in the house, you might as well just start voting with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dude the only reason you're in control is because you're partnered with kenny you do realize that right like wes is never actually running a house for more than five minutes in the season unless he's like slapped into this makeshift alliance by the producers right and what's his theory on how to play the game if you're somebody else in the game is let me do everything and let me win <laughs> apparently like bow down yeah. to me <laughs> let me Feed take me the grapes. reins yeah. let me take the reins yeah we, we had a lot of quotes like that from him do you think he's like a, a little bit of a control freak maybe in the, at least in this game no 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 what makes you say that um so we go to the deliberation and they jasmine and john a don't even fight it they're like hey look We've made it this far, which everybody keeps saying, but it's like that. There's only seven of each gender team. Like, there's like there's not really that. Only two teams have gotten eliminated before you. Like, there's not that many people have gone. But whatever. yeah, yeah, I don't understand that either. Um, yeah, we're we're only halfway through through the season, but I guess they're right technically, right? That they've made it halfway. So maybe I'm dumb. Well, episode-wise, halfway, but if they get eliminated here, they're fifth out of seven teams, right? So that's not something that I personally would brag about or get excited about. Right. It's they also a don't weird. know how many episodes they're going to be. But anyway, so <laughs> um, so they don't even fight. Eric, do you like this when the people who think they're going to go in, they pretend all of a sudden that they want to go in? And they pretend like, okay, this is what we wanted all along when, it's, when it isn't. And they're just like, all right, let's do this. Do they do that? I to me, I guess the answer is yes and no. You have to have a good awareness because sometimes I get annoyed when people don't fight when they clearly should. In this case, though, totally cool with it. I think uh, it's it's really the only thing they can do. There's just, just like no shot <laughs> at this outrageous alliance that we have going on here. This like bastard uh, alliance of people who hate each other but literally have no other best course of action than to work together. So like, yeah, yeah. there's no shot. Might as well accept it. Yeah. Um, it would have been interesting to see what would have happened too if John A and Jasmine weren't the scapegoat here. I gotta feel like Sarah and Caitlyn might have been one of the bottom tier teams anyway, but who knows? Because they might want to keep them around as like a layup team if they if they feel like them. Like yeah, yeah. You mean like if Sarah and Caitlyn didn't lose the elimination, would they be in trouble as well? Uh, depends on who goes in, probably. But like they're on the outside of the alliance, right? Looking in. Well, cause, well, because Paul has like tried to send Teresa and Camilla against Laurel and Kara. So to try uh, to get them out. So how close uh, are those females really? You know what I mean? 
Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Laurel and Kara, maybe they were on. They, we saw they were clearly like on the outs uh, a little bit later on in the season, not too yeah. much, not too much further. So maybe it would have been them. Um, and and Kenny's like really their only connection, right, to everyone, is Laurel's connection to Kenny. Yeah. So that's a good question. I actually I don't know. I wonder how that would have shaken out. It's it's clearly evan paula and jen and mandy are at like the center they're they're not going anywhere right yeah i feel like out of the female teams definitely those two are pretty safe with this alliance they're locked in and then you know two teams got to go into elimination yeah it could have been laurel and car before sarah and caitlin i i actually don't know yeah this would have been an opportune time for the teams for uh laurel and cara to somehow get last place or evelyn and paula even this yeah. was kind of one of one of those uh, you never know who's gonna win type of eliminations. Yeah, should we sh- should we talk about it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, we oh, <laughs> um, we I thought anything? the elimination was gonna be next, but no, we did skip something. Uh, okay. Let's talk about Adam and Jen just a little bit more. Oh, can we actually skip this? No. Yeah. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. No, let's skip this. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I wish I could have skipped in the episode. I didn't realize that this little. Uh, I remember this very vaguely in my memories of the season, but this took up a, quite a bit of time. On yeah, I and I get it. I, it's kind of an interesting, kind of funny storyline. I would not like it if I were Adam. Uh, yeah, I would not enjoy watching this. It's very creepy in retrospect, knowing all the stuff we've heard about Adam King and uh, allegations coming from apparently Jen as well about him being too creepy with her while she's sleeping. I don't know the specifics of, of that one necessarily. Um, so it makes this whole segment definitely weird on a rewatch. Uh, Jesus Christ, man. What, uh, what, how, how many cast members have allegations of some kind against them this season? Yeah. 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 I don't know if you were aware of that, but yeah, it's with, it's with, uh, Kel- I, I knew, I know no. you knew about the Kellyanne one, but yeah, it's also with Jen as well. No, I don't um, know the details. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. let's just focus on the funny part, which is uh, Evan's conversation with Adam. Once again, uh, I think Evan is uh, adding the comedic He's value. He's really here. egging him on here. It's weird. It kind of sounds like genuine uh, advice where like Evan knows that Jen is not interested in, at least not nearly to the extent that, that Adam is. It sounds kind of like genuine advice, but like he also uh, is is kind of fucking with him it's like a weird mixture is it can it be both can he be doing both at the same time um i i think that like maybe in his heart maybe he wants adam to succeed but he just knows logically it's not gonna happen <laughs> so maybe part of him is just like in the moment having fun with his friend and then in the confessional he has time to reflect on it and he's like this guy has no chance you know realistically um maybe that's part of it maybe i'm giving evan too much credit i think um, that could be it i think that could be it i mean he says things like 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 go in there like uh, you gotta believe in yourself or whatever like go and shoot your shots uh yeah. you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take and all these other like generic good advice things but then he also uh pulls off the best Jim Halpert face I've ever seen by someone not named Jim Halpert when Adam says, 10 years, I'm going to be married to that girl. Oh my God. And then it cuts to <laughs> yeah. Evan. He's just like, oh. it was very, it's very reminiscent of, uh, another creepy moment of, uh, Jeff Probst with Billy Garcia. Uh, when Billy Garcia says that like him and Karen's just are in love. <laughs> Jeff Probst draw just drops for all you survivor fans out there. Uh, yeah, that's a good one too. Stop playing with those chips. The next morning, Jen <laughs> just rips Adam apart. Just like absolutely eviscerates him. And there's this back and forth between the girls and the guys, very lopsided, uh, arrangement here. And, uh, I can only just keep thinking about how painfully unfun this must be to watch back if you're Adam King. <laughs> like, oh my brutal, gosh. Right? Yeah, the quote that you said earlier, horniest, weirdest, creepiest guy. Uh, yeah. Ouch, bro. Ouch. And, but Adam was like... I, I don't know, like, he was acting like that typical... Like, like, like she is about to get out of his bed and then, like, because Leroy's snoring... And he totally doesn't know how to play it cool. Like, you know what I mean? He's totally just like, oh, yeah, can I go with you? <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like, dude, freaking relax, man. This is not the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then she does make out with him the, that night. 
Um, yeah, she does. Yeah, she, yeah. she does. Yeah, so, and she she's telling the girls later, like, I would never do this, like, sober. Like, uh, I was, like, I was wasted. We'll see. We'll see. And, uh, yeah, so we're, we're getting all this from her. So, uh, yeah, and all everyone's laughing at Adam King's expense. Uh, all the guys that are in the room with him and just listening in on him. And I think they're all just kind of giggling to themselves. Yeah, um... This looks horrible. I would really, really badly like to not know how embarrassing I've been when talking to girls. I would really like to not know exactly (laughs) how disgusted or weird girls have thought I was in the past. I'd like to live in ignorant bliss, please. Uh, So I guess this is a risk you take when you go on a reality show and act like this. Uh, Lesson learned. Don't show any emotion. Don't tell a girl you like her. Don't do anything. You can only look stupid if you do that. Oh my gosh, I've I've definitely like heard people like uh, I heard somebody one time like say something about me that was very hurtful in that way. Oh, so yeah, I'm sorry. It, def- it, it, it 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 happens. Uh, obviously, I'm not too sympathetic in this situation, but yeah, it, it, it would suck if it happened to me again. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you developed much sympathy. <laughs> 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 well, you know, it's Adam King. Um, but yeah, so, um, but uh, moving on to yes. the uh, el- elimination, it's called Sean Freude. Oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry. I got to set this up. So TJ goes to the house first and he's like, hey, uh, I need to see you guys. And uh, me and Eric look at each other and we're like, hey, uh, Chet didn't get a concussion. Uh, no one got injured. Like, what? Are, what is TJ doing here? And uh, TJ lets them know that they have to pick one, somebody out of uh, the out of the teams between John A. and Jasmine, Sarah and Caitlin. One from each team has to go with him somewhere. What's going to happen? Are they going to get executed? Are they going to get buried alive? Kind of. Who knows? Well, they get buried. It's that so, one. It's the second it's, one. It's the, it's the buried alive. Yeah, it's not, um, not executed. No, that'd be pretty weird. Yeah. Uh, they they tried... Uh, it's another Survivor reference. Uh, they try to... Um, <laughs> yes. they, they try to figure out who the best one to send is. Um, Eric, what do, you, do you think there's a strategy on this or what? All right, let's talk it through. Uh, it's you and me. One of us has to go with TJ. Who should it be and why? Um, I'm pretty good at being buried I, I don't want to do anything i don't want to do anything do you have claustrophobia um not for like okay you're fine not yeah, not, fine. not for yeah. that period of time that's like, good enough for me you're fine like I, like i always wonder with these if like the reality contestants like play it up a little bit because it's like you know you're not gonna die they're not gonna let you die in there like you're like you're gonna be in there for what like an hour like at most like come on yeah, seriously. What is this? Uh, international Survivor season? You're not going to die. Like, come on. It's uh, it's just the challenge. It's not the best. It's, it's a, not the worst. It's, yeah, it's only the challenge where the safety protocol... Anyway, uh, so they have to decide which There's one... There's a pamphlet somewhere. <laughs> I think I would decide what they did ultimately. I would kind of assume that this was the setup of the elimination if I was there. I feel like that would be my assumption that somebody's getting buried or like... The person who's not going with TJ is going to play a more active role in the elimination. I would assume that too. Yeah, I think that's kind of what they like to do. And yeah. and yet, on this last season of the at the actual challenge, um, didn't we see like Fessy insist on like going uh, with with TJ? Didn't they do this exact thing, like the volcano? You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, but then uh, but then who went instead? I, f- I forget the details. I wish I. He was stuck anything. in the volcano. Was he waiting on Amber? He might have been at that point. I think yeah. it might have been Amber. Yeah, because yeah, she was she was not doing the math very well. Yeah. yeah. The uh, ending of last season sucked. Everyone, sorry. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, so they tricked Fessy. But usually, I think you can uh, pretty reasonably think that what you said is true. Like the person being taken, it's like, oh, we got you. They're they're actually not the one doing it. So I think they kind of figured it out. Uh, that's why they sent Caitlyn, uh, Team Sarah and Caitlyn. Poor Caitlyn, by the way, just getting bagged. Like, uh, oh, I think it's a, they're going to take the useless person. So later, that's you. I'm the good one. <laughs> <laughs> and this was also really funny, too, as, like, they're walking out. Sarah's, like, trying to give Caitlyn all this advice. Like, just remember what we talked about and push yourself and do all this. And then Wes, and like, starts... Vegetables. 
Well, yeah, right. And then Wes does what you did, and he starts mocking her, and he's yeah. like, and, and Caitlin, dig your little heart out, and... Uh... <laughs> that was great. Yeah, Sarah gave Caitlin, like, eight motivational speeches in 15 seconds, and they literally had to drag her out the door and be like, all right, okay, all right, you're done. That's it. Yeah, yeah, all right. TJ's like, okay, stop it. Stop it! Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and, then, heart, and, then, and then Sarah's like, uh, she kind of says it quietly or whatever, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm glad they took her because I know I can beat John A in most everything." And John A calls her out, and she's like, "Oh, you think you can beat me in what?" And Sarah's like, "In most things." Yeah, or, I'm good at some. I'm sorry, she says I'm good at some things. That's what she said. Yeah, I think she says I think I can beat you at certain things or some things or it's, some things. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I don't like this either, man. It's just like talk, <laughs> talk trash or shut up. Like, don't do some weird passive aggressive middle ground thing. Like, it's just right, yeah. It it especially so, when you're Sarah. If it's like your mo is like, oh, I'm the nice girl. I'm like this, and like then you're. This is kind of like the hypocritical part of Sarah that I don't like uh, seeing on these seasons. Yeah. I, again, just just be open about it. Just just start talking trash for no reason it's the challenge so like you're they they love they love that right they want you to do that just or or don't say anything don't quietly yeah. whisper about how you're gonna be better than someone under your breath also, well they can totally well, hear you also other underrated part is when uh they're picking who goes in uh jasmine and john a do rock paper scissors and when they're done wes is like you didn't even decide who wins <laughs> gets to do what <laughs> Yeah, Wes was kind of on fire. <laughs> yeah, Wes is good here. Um, but this gives John A the motivation she needs to go into this elimination with with a head of steam. Yeah, which uh, she'll she'll need that for sure as she sits in a box for twenty minutes. Do you want to describe this elimination? Yeah. So uh, yeah. So the elimination, like I said, is called unburied. And it's a needle in a haystack. Uh, Jasmine and Caitlin are buried in these coffins that are buried in hay. And Jasmine, or I'm sorry, John A. and Sarah have to uh, dig them up and uncover their boxes. And they're not told uh, which who's in which one. So if Sarah finds hers first and it happens to be Jasmine, then sorry, that sucks. Uh, you just uncovered it for John A, which ends up happening actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, okay. Can I tell you my master plan for this elimination now? Oh, sorry. After they unbury them, they have to solve a puzzle too. After they unbury them, and whoever completes the puzzle wins. Go Thank ahead you. with your Thank strategy. Thank you. I was too yeah. excited to talk about myself. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the puzzle, by the way, is um, that that one where it's like the the towers of Hanoi or something like that. Correct. Yeah. Is that the name of it? Yes. And if anyone's listening to this podcast right now. And you're going to be on a reality TV show. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, look up how to do the Towers of Hanoi. It is such an easy puzzle. I've done it a million times, too, uh, in preparation for uh, maybe one day being on one of these shows. Um, you can never be and, too and, careful. In, in, my little, in my little fantasy world. Um, <laughs> um Please look this up because I swear to God, it's like on every one of these shows. It's like these and slide puzzles are the top two, right? These are the things yeah. that shows Tangrams, slide puzzles. Like, Tangrams, yeah. yeah. Although Tangrams, though, they're different every time. So, like, yeah, you should practice them. But, like, Towers of Hanoi and slide puzzles, they're right. al algorithmic. It, you just One memorize solution. It. Yeah. You just memorize it. That's it. So, no excuse, really. Uh, yeah. But I do, have a, I do have an idea for the hay portion tell me what you think okay here's my plan we start digging out the our, our different sides and start digging start digging and then at some point i i frantically start putting hay back on the cage if if i look in it and find out that it is in fact my partner hear me out okay so i i'm looking at it i'm looking in it and i'm like okay that's my partner in there Throw all the hay back on, throw all the hay back on, throw all the hay back on, run over to the other side and start digging. What's the person going to do? Obviously, they're going to think, oh, shit, he just found my partner. I'm running over there. They go in there, and while they're busy digging out my teammate, I'm burying their partner. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, Eric, that's some next level shit. 
<laughs> yes, thank you. And when, you can only do that if you found your partner first, though. I know. Imagine how disappointing it would be if I found the other person. Oh, would, my god, That would suck. That would suck. But imagine. Just imagine. And then, of course. Sarah, they, Sarah could have won the elimination. Yeah. She, could, she, she blew it. She didn't think, <laughs> she she, blew she it. Didn't think things through. <laughs> and then just how funny would that be when they're like, they open it and they're like, what? Like, what? It's Joseph. Oh, what you, my God. What's Joseph gosh. doing here? And I'm like, thank you. I'm going to go take him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Eric. I wish you were on the, the show. Uh, I don't know. Who's, I don't think you could be on either of these teams, unfortunately. Uh, but you know, but because you don't have a rivalry with either of these women, but uh, yeah. with anyone here. But yeah. Um, so thank you. Uh, so and then Sarah, you would do like, the Towers of Hanoi and then boom, perfect team. We, we would have, we would have killed it. We would kill it. Uh, and honestly, Eric, this might be the only elimination this season that we would be <laughs> any team in. So oh, definitely. Bingo. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I think the bingo. rope climbing one is possible, but only because our body weights are just so much smaller than the other guys that it's, it's possible. Maybe. That we could just like climb up that a little bit faster if we had good technique. You know what I mean? Like maybe. Um, but but in a more realistic sense, uh, no, this is the only one that we have an actual think, chance at. I don't even think that would give us an advantage. I think it's relative, but uh, you know, whatever. Um, no, see, see, I have a good body type for it because I've like relatively fit upper body weight, upper body wise, but I have really skinny bitch legs. So I'm like carrying almost no weight up there with me. Uh, and that that sounds like, could be a big advantage. Sounds like both you and me skipped leg day uh, growing up. Uh, so yeah, a little um, bit, yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know who also has good body, gut body, upper body strength is Sarah <laughs> because she unburies un her part or uh, John A's partner. Do you, wanna, do you wanna just like take another go at this whole yeah. thing that you're trying to say? Right, reset, reset. Yeah, actually, I can't remember if it's John A who finds uh, Caitlin first, or if it's the you know, I can't remember. But eventually, they find their partners. Jasmine's freaking out, like like having a panic attack. Uh, yeah, and uh, Caitlin seems relatively cool. Uh, Sarah and Caitlin get a little bit of a lead on them, and then they get to the puzzle portion. Uh, Jasmine and John A uh, catch up not too long after. But Sarah and Caitlin have had a while with the puzzle, and uh, and and see, who's uh, who is telling the other one what to do in this case? Uh, so Sarah is telling Caitlin what to do, and John A is telling wow. Jasmine what to do. Really, it's true. Who'd yeah. have thought? Who'd have thought? Yeah. Um, and this is the part where we see the the whole plot of the episode come circling around and biting Sarah in the ass. Guess sweet, who sweet, <laughs> sweet, sweet karma. And yeah, Caitlin says in a confessional, or says even out loud, she's like, "There's something intrinsically wrong about this." And then confessional, she's like, "I doubt my instinct because Sarah's so confident in what she's doing, and I just go with it, even though I've seen this puzzle a million times and could do it in my sleep." Bad communication. Okay, this is why you set like some some team like norms in the beginning. You, you talk about each other's strengths and weaknesses. If that's true, then that's kind of insane that uh, that she's not like taking more active role guiding the puzzle, right? Like this sounds like a poor communication issue, which could be both of them. Well, even Sarah says at the beginning of the episode, she's like listing off the things that Caitlin's good at. She says doing puzzles. She, she does. says video games and doing puzzles. Yes. So like, how do you not defer to Caitlin mm. on the one thing that apparently she could be pretty good at because you're so confident in yourself, I guess. I don't know. Sarah is, Sarah is really smart too. Caitlin is also very smart and I understand why they felt so confident in this elimination against Jasmine John A, who they don't know from anybody. Uh, because they themselves are, are very smart, but yeah, can't can't underestimate anyone. And uh, John A is a winner of endurance. How dare you underestimate her? Yeah, I'm sure that she must have done at least a puzzle or two to win that season. So they probably their Towers of Hanoi was probably a challenge on endurance at some point. I'm sure. I have no doubt. Uh, they probably got a sweet medallion after completing that puzzle or whatever <laughs> that show did. The ingenuity of the medallion. All right. Sorry. <laughs> sorry for the non-endurance fans out there. 
Yeah. Let's, let's just cut that out right now. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is great. John A. just like kind of calmly and coolly directs Jasmine. Uh, in, in their case, she absolutely is the person who should be giving the orders in this case, looking at the big picture. Um, kind of impressive that Jasmine was able to reach like the tops of the, the pole. She looked like she was having trouble in. with that, too. Uh, so props to her for getting yeah. it done. She she looked like she was having trouble on the really long ones. And it seemed like John A. was so gassed from digging her up or whatever that she really couldn't be bothered to do it and think at the same time. She just kind of needed to settle herself and instruct her while she was uh, moving the blocks. Yeah, it, it worked out. It worked out. And uh, yeah. maybe it's not Good like... Partnership. Yeah, she got the brain, you got the arms, you know. Uh, they, they divided and they conquered. So we see Sarah and Caitlin go out. Um, uh, I think I think they handled it pretty well. The loss, um, which was yeah. nice, right? Sarah says I got beat by them in a puzzle. Caitlin says Sarah, just because you think you're the best at something, or or just because you think you're good at something, doesn't necessarily mean you're the best. Uh, that and- was as mean as Caitlin's ever said anything about Sarah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I got uh, so and yeah, this is Caitlin's last appearance uh, on the challenge. Uh, thankfully for her, because she was no good at these shows. Uh, but she's <laughs> uh, is this a, a Sarah Rice impression. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, as much as we like Caitlyn, let's face it. Like, yeah, she's she was not meant for these shows. She had a very embarrassing. Uh, performance on a daily last uh, season as well. She quit a daily we saw earlier in the season. Just not her thing, you know. She's yeah, very, sm- she's fair. very smart in real life. She's an engineer. She's very successful. Probably more successful. No, more successful than me. <laughs> uh, so, so you know, nothing. I mean, against- she's she's an engineer. That that kind of uh, wipes both of us out by default. Right, right, exactly. So yeah, just challenge isn't her thing. Uh, so yeah, glad glad she got she got off of it. Uh, she, she could be a subway sandwich engineer, and that would still probably yeah. win. Uh, and and this was like the best case. Uh, <laughs> she was this was the best case scenario too, because like she didn't look bad. Like this wasn't her fault that they got eliminated this time. Even in, and I would even say it wasn't even her fault that they got last place necessarily. Yeah, and no need to revisit that debate. But yeah, probably. Yes, possibly. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, she's just riding off in the sunset. Um, you know, there goes my heroes playing in the background. She she's vindicated. Uh, not the weak link in the elimination. Boom in your face, Sarah, who just has has a pretty rough episode. It happens to the best of us. Right, and she's also coming off of Cutthroat, where she kind of goes out in the final after like telling Kara the whole season how much she sucks and Kara did the final and she couldn't. So, uh, not not really the best looks for Sarah. And also, I think she this is coming off of like Fresh Meat 2 before that where she's eliminated early. So yeah, not not a good couple run, run here for Sarah. No, but she will redeem herself and come back stronger than ever in the rest of the 20s and yeah, early not, 30s. Actually, the next season is pretty bad for two battle exes. But, but later, <laughs> but later. <laughs> but later, later, yeah. And uh, Sarah says, I could not have asked for a better partner. What? What um, are you doing? <laughs> yes, you could have. You actually did three times an episode. <laughs> But I'm glad that Sarah, you know, recognized at the end of this that, like, her friendship with Caitlyn is, you know, maybe more meaningful than some minuscule amount of money after taxes. Yeah, you know what I think happened, actually? I think the producers cut her off, and what she actually said in that confessional was, I couldn't have asked for a better partner in terms of puzzles or video games. She was terrible at everything else, and that's why we lost. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I could not have asked for a better partner in this elimination, but everything else, she was fucking awful. But I definitely <laughs> fucked up this I elimination. shouldn't be in here. This is not my fault. <laughs> it's, it's Caitlin. Yeah, MTV was very merciful with that uh, confessional. Merciful. Yeah. Merciful. Merciful. Yes. And uh, But Sarah would go on to have many more seasons where partners were actually the reason that she went home. <laughs> yeah, she, ooh, kind of like a curse. Did she just appoint a curse upon herself? <laughs> yeah, the Caitlin Cusinelli curse. Yeah. Oh, no. Ooh, 
if you blame me for all of your failures, then your partners will be the reason for your failures in the future. And they yeah, be. if you guys can watch any future seasons with Sarah and her partners and see if you see Caitlin Cusinelli uh, ghost in the background, let us know. Yeah. Oh, now I'm cursing you with my worst curse of all, Vinny. <laughs> oh, no, Vinny. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Sarah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, yeah. Sarah. <laughs> All right, anyway. What's another um, high note? That was, that, was, uh, that was a good one. What uh, what else? Anything else about this episode? Look into next um, week? Um, yeah, so um, we, get a, we get a confessional that is pretty foreshadowing, or I'm sorry, a sequence that's pretty foreshadowing with Johnny and Tyler where they talk about how the fact that they kind of have some camaraderie with each other is really going to help them in the game. Yeah. Yeah, it will. You As will, will the produce. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the producer. All, right, all right, I won't get into it. I won't get into it. Yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah, no. Also, I, I feel like we have been under-reporting this. Uh, at the end of these episodes, they play these clips at the end. This one was pretty funny. Did you watch the clip at the end of this one? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm Probably not. I didn't watch it this time. Uh, I, I rewatched the episodes twice, so I might have seen it. Start talking. Tell me what it was. So it's a prank that they pull on Adam King. He is like they have the bunk beds, and they take the the planks out of his bunk beds, but leave just two. That way, his mattress will like still hold up. So when he goes to the top bunk, it just falls through on Kenny. <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh my god, it's like summer camp, man. That's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> See, these are good, harmless pranks, people. These are good. These are funny. You gotta have thick skin uh, if you go on the show, man. Yeah. You gotta have there's real a, thick skin. There's another clip of them like putting a bug in Johnny's like shorts, like near his butt crack. Yeah. Uh, after one of the episodes as well. So I, I remember yeah, that one. Pranks. I remember that one for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. We're about to see what happens in a, in a future episode when they kind of tease Mike a little bit too much. Uh, a little bit too too much picking on going on. The cookies! <laughs> All right, sorry. That, that was a preview. <laughs> that was a preview for you. But uh, I think that'll do it for this one, though. Um, does it, does uh, Again, I keep saying this, but just another good one. And this season, I'm realizing now at this point, it's kind of short. Only 10 episodes. Two of which I are know. like the final uh, and the pre prelude to the final. The, yeah. There's a word for that. But uh yeah, it's it's like not a lot of teams start this, like you said earlier in the show. So we're like we're we're over halfway there at this point. I feel like everybody elimination's been pretty good too, and has like had like kind of like a cool result and like like I, I feel like that's rare for a season. Yeah. Uh, you know what they should do? They should take a look at the season, think about like, huh, okay, what about this worked? And then I don't know, spitballing here. Double the lengths of the episode and include a bunch more uh, and cast a bunch of boring people from Big Brother? What do you think? you think that could work? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Maybe if they bring them oh, from Love Island, I'm UK. getting a call. A Hello? MTV produce. Oh, you want to hire me to produce the, the <laughs> challenge? You think I have great ideas? Wow. I'm not surprised at all. Thank you. Um, yeah. This is disappointing to watch back. Actually, it's it's such a good season. It's yeah. it's fun and it's disappointing. But you never know. Maybe next season will be a great one. Quick question, Eric. How do you feel about the name of the new challenge season? Spies, lies, and allies. Oh my god! You, I, I don't have anything funny to say about it right now. But like, just give me ten minutes and I'll come up with something really good. I'm sure. <laughs> this right. is this is like made to be made fun of. I don't know how. I don't like the name that much, but it's like it's something, I guess. Is it supposed to be a sequel to the last season? It looks it, like it. It must be right. Yeah. Yeah. With um, a secret agent theme. Uh, cool. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? It sucks. <laughs> you are so much better at being concise than me. That was that was the right answer. <laughs> Spies, lies, it's a and bad. Alibis. What is it? What does it mean? What? What? Like, um, I don't know. Uh, like, well, are they spies? Like, are they really spot? Like, they're they're challengers. I thought so too. There are lies, so I get that word. Um, alibis too i think we're gonna get uh, uh, a lot of here's... alibis for why people cheat on their significant other this season 
So that oh, one, what makes that you one... say that? Um, and, <laughs> Eric, I'm gonna be really mad. By the way, if there's not a like challenge where they have to like dodge under like lasers, like for if this is a spy theme season, we've had no laser challenges. Uh, yeah, kind of kind of a bummer if you ask me. Also, I know they're casting a lot of Survivor players, but last time I checked, Sandra Diaz Twine is not on this cast, so I don't get the spies part. If she was cast, then it would make sense, okay? Because she's a world-class spy. But these Survivors are casting, uh, not seeing it, not seeing it. How did you not go for Tony with the spy shack, Eric? You went for, you went for Sandra? Because I'm on. an idiot. I don't know what you want from me, man. <laughs> I, I went to Pearl Island, so I don't know why. Sue me. You, that would have been better. That would have been better. They both spied. They both spied. Um, right. But, yeah, all right. So uh, that has been another episode of the Reality Friends podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. Uh, leave us a review. Uh, tell us what you think of the show. Maybe some things that we can improve. Uh, maybe I should stop playing with my poker chips by accident while we record the podcast. Maybe Not that's once, something. Not once, but maybe. twice. <laughs> For a amount of time, but whatever. Who cares? I shouldn't do it at all. Uh, but leave us five stars anyway, or leave us one star if you're so inclined, I guess. It's good pitch, good pitch. Uh, you can also comment on which one of us is a b- better or teammate. Stars. <laughs> yeah, either one. Better we, teammate in what? Uh, in just life, puzzles, video games. We we both got at least one of those covered. Uh, like what else? Like what what are what are our strengths and weaknesses? Um, but like mostly the strengths. And uh, who who should we send with TJ in this <laughs> hypothetical situation? Did we get it right? Should it be Joseph or am I the weak link after all? I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, but just tell us something, I guess. Thanks for listening. I feel like it, I feel like it has to be you so you can try your strategy of... Uh... Yeah, so I got to stay behind. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It would have yeah. bombed horribly. I, I don't know how, but it would have gone so wrong. And I would have like <laughs> just uncovered their partner. And they would have like turned around and been like, uh, uh, thanks. I don't know. It wouldn't have worked. But it, great in yeah. theory, right? Great in theory. Yeah, great in theory. All right. Uh, but yeah, this has been an episode, guys. Thanks so much sure for listening. Has. Subscribe. Leave us a review. All that good stuff. Bye. Wow, See you next week. That's like our most normal outro to date. Oh, until now. Shit. And you just had to Shit. make it fucking weird. Damn it. All right. I'm sorry. Bye. Bye.